0: Tabletop unknown. Hello and welcome back to Tabletop Unknown, the show where we playtest lesser-known tabletop RPG games. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Will, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Jesse. How are you going, Jesse?
1: Good. Excellent. Good. Excellent. Very How's excited. your week been? Yeah, it's been good. It's been not been all right. i can- I'm not dealing with this heat, though, unfortunately. Oh, so. You and
0: me both. I am a fiend for the, s- the, 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 the winter. I love the yes, snow. Yes, please.
1: Give me layers. I yeah. like layers. Yeah. Well, hopefully
0: our campaign today has some snow involved. Otherwise, I don't know what you're doing to not
1: us. Not some snow, but uh, maybe some water. Oh, hey. We'll hey. hey. All
0: hey, right. The, the second best form of, <laughs> yeah, of, 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 the, of water. Your, the drinkable kind. <laughs> yeah, great. All right. Um, okay, so guys, today we have a very special um, number of guests who have joined us to play through the campaign that jesse has lovingly prepared for us with his other podcast uh dungeon mastery do you want to tell us a bit about that jesse
1: yeah so dungeon mastery is just um it's a podcast that myself and my friend mitch run um it is for leveling up your dm skill and we thought we'd put our money where our mouth is and actually write um this campaign together so um yeah we're very excited and hopefully hopefully you all enjoy it um but who knows, we might derail and you might get a mess, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as always, that's the fun part of our tabletop RPG. Oh, exactly. Anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, as I mentioned, my name's Will, and for this session I'll be playing Snaskar, who is a Rhodian assassin uh, and a bounty hunter who was sold off at a young age to a Hut family as a slave. With us is Jet. Jet, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Hey, uh, I'm Jet. I'm going to be playing Kerajumi, the Tradosian hired gun marauder who has never once been hit in her life.
0: Excellent. Have you worked out a voice for this character yet? Yes, yes, yes I have. Oh, excellent. <laughs> You've put in more thought than I have then, so we'll see what comes out. <laughs> All right, next up we have Campbell. Campbell, how are you going?
3: I'm well. I am playing uh, Shasta Obanon, a Bothan technician slicer who spent some time on Tatooine hiding from the feds and hates the sand almost as much as Darth Vader.
0: Excellent. All right, thank you very much. And lastly, we have Johnny. Johnny, how are you going today? Good, thank you. Yourself? Not too bad. I'm looking forward to getting stuck into it with you all. Uh, tell us a little bit about your character, Johnny. Okay, well,
4: my character's name is Gideon Fink. He is a human smuggler who specializes as a pilot. He also spent some time in the Imperial Navy as a TIE fighter pilot.
0: All right, so we've got a good mix of characters here, Jesse, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty excited, actually. Um, very, very cool, very cool mix. Um, um, I can't wait to see what they do. To be honest.
0: Excellent. So, look, I think we just jump straight into it. What do you reckon?
1: Okay, so before we get started, what we actually need to do as part of the Edge of the Empire system is roll what's called obligations. Now, you should all have an obligation on your sheet. Do you just want to go through and um, tell me your obligation just quickly? You don't need to worry about the number. I have already organised that. Gideon, Johnny, what is your obligation?
4: Uh, Gideon Fink's obligation is that he once took an oath to Viz Coden, his captain, to always be by her side and protect her.
1: Excellent. Campbell, Shasta, what is her obligation?
3: So Shasta's obligation is that, that uh, he's a criminal who has really annoyed a crime boss called Shablu uh, and also <laughs> a ranking member of the Imperial Navy called Ishmael both of whom he screwed over because he just can't not.
1: Yeah, great. And that's so that's criminal, isn't it? Is mm-hmm. that your excellent call? Cool. Uh, Snazcar, Will, what is your obligation?
0: All right, so Snazcar, as I mentioned, was sold uh, to slavery at a young age to Hornu the Hut, And, uh, you know, one day she had enough and
1: ran off, hence the bounty that bounty. has been placed on her head. Excellent bounty. And Jet, Kira, what is your obligation, please? Kira's
2: obligation is that she is a bit of a... Thrill seeker, she's an adrenaline junkie, she right? Anything and everything to get that high, so, so addicted,
1: yeah. excellent. So, the way obligation works is we go around and we assign numbers based around our table to each of these obligations, and then we roll a d100. Now, usually the size depends on the array of stats, but for um, just keeping it interesting. For the sake of it, I have um, done the number system myself, and I have also included a fifth obligation that may trigger for you as a group. So I'm going to go ahead and roll the d100 now. 83. So none of you need to know what that is because I, I like to keep uh, secrets. But um, yes, that is that is the obligation, um, and I will probably put in. Um, I'll edit in what that is for the audience. But now that that's out of the way, we can get to it. Naboo, a bountiful planet in the Cromwell sector of the Mid-Rim, close to the border of the Outer Rim Territories, home to the Gungan species and a population of humans known as Naboo. Its capital, Theed, nested onto the banks of the mighty Solu River, constantly cascading into a waterfall at the very edge of the Royal Palace. The loud roars of the waterfall fill the air of Theed, particularly its spaceport, sitting at the very base of the cliff of the waterfall. However... One building, just on the edge of the spaceport, sits in a perfect nook of the cliff face, dampening the waterfall's roar just enough that the patrons of Norik's Bar can relax after a shift, wait for transport to arrive, or shoot each other without alerting the authorities. It's for this reason Viz Coden, your former captain, enjoyed this place. It's also the reason she was so easily captured, that fateful day you watched her get taken away it's raining, and you're all waiting at a table inside Norwich for a contact who claims to have information on Viz Coden's whereabouts. This is the best lead you've had in five years since she was taken, and it's also the first time you've seen each other since splitting off. You, you've just seen each other for the first time in, what, five years? I imagine this is quite awkward. What does this look like? Bartender, can I get a, uh, another Jumper Juice, please? <laughs> you, another one? That's like your third, so... Fifth! Don't tell me my,
0: how to live my life.
1: Short, sorry, that's fine. Here you go.
0: Thank you. This looks like a wonderful place to film an underappreciated prequel, <laughs> wouldn't you say?
1: <laughs> uh, are you asking me the bartender or are you talking to your friends? I'm sorry, I'm, just, I'm still here. Oh no,
0: I'm just talking to my gun, the only friend I have really have. Now that Viz Coden is no <laughs> longer around.
1: Any of you uh, want another drink? Are you fine? Barkeep. I'll take five Corellian Whiskies. Uh Oh, for yourself?
4: No, for me and my friends.
2: Okay, here they go. You forget I do not drink.
4: I know, three of these are for me. Good to see you, boys.
1: Can you all please roll your perception skill for me? Uh, And that'll be a three difficulty.
0: Sorry, Jesse, can you just run me through what I need to do for this again?
1: (laughs) Yep, so you need to add your perception skill, which should be the green and or yellow dice in the... That's presence. So your skill is in the list below. You should have some green and yellow dice there. Yeah, And that's the amount you put in. Three difficulty is three purple dice. Three purple. Um, and there is no additional setbacks or bonuses you receive unless it's on your sheet itself. Um, so could you please all roll that for me now? And what is the result?
4: I had one failure with one advantage.
1: Yep. Well, had one threat. One threat? Good.
2: Uh, one failure with two advantage. Yep.
4: Two failures, two advantage.
1: Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> um, so, first of all, uh, we're going to... Sp- so, you have a threat, Will. <laughs> Was it... Threat. NASCAR has a threat. Does anyone else have any threats? No. Okay, so with that advantage, you can now spend it as a resource. So, you can either add a bonus to your next roll, or you can pass one forward. We will just res- reserve that for now, because I'm sure you're going to do it. Um, you guys start drinking, and after about 20 minutes, you start to get this unease. And you actually... in your sort of half-drunken stupor that uh, someone has been standing at your table for quite some time waiting for you. Uh, It's unfortunate for them that they just weren't noticed at all and they are somewhat too polite, apparently. You all eventually figure this out one by one as you sort of slowly look up to the figures standing over your table and you see two people, a rather rough-looking Gungan with a large Wookiee. You all know these people. The Gungan is Fast Fast, an information broker that you once have worked with before with VizCoden, a friend of VizCoden. <laughs> and Ra the Wookiee, his enforcer, both are impatiently staring you down. Sorry, what was the Wookiee's name again? Ra
4: <laughs> Sit down, big fella. Another round on me, Barkeep. Ratch.
1: Ratchatch Misa don't think that is an appropriate way to speak to our friends they of course are here to purchase some of information from a Misa so shall we get down to business we don't need the drinks friends do we no I don't think so so keep in mind you can put forward your roles to me say I want to I want to know how legit they're being I want to know what they're like intentions are that sort of thing you can you can go okay i want to i want to look into that and i can give you a roll as well so you can can use that as well um
3: can i do a quick one silver and see how well armed the enforcer is
1: yes you may can you please for me roll a quick perception check that'll be a two difficulty
3: so that's one success one advantage
1: excellent um so with that i'll actually give you a little bit extra so you know that Rarcharch, like, being the enforcer, um, and he has partnered with Fast Fast for quite a while. You didn't notice it at first because Rarcharch is facing you, but you do see the handle on his back sticking up, and you notice that as Rarcharch's signature vibro axe that he always brings with himself. Not only that, you do notice in the sleeve of Fast Fast um, a holdout blaster. So they are both clearly prepared for some sort of issue or combat if it arises
0: can i um sneakily slip away from the table and take up a position where i can hear but also cover them like get behind them somehow
1: you can try that's going to be quite hard because they are right in front of you so do you want to roll for me a i imagine that will be a skull duggery or a stealth check actually yeah we'll do a stealth check so Um, I want four difficulty for that, please, since they're right in front of you. Two success. Two success. Excellent. As Gideon and Rarcharch are sort of conversing in Wookiee, or you think... Gideon's conversing in Wookiee, you're not actually sure, he just seems to do things. You managed to slip away unnoticed, sort of like, in the quick sort of disgruntled nature of Rarcharch and Fuss Um So yes, you have slipped away, so where are you? Where exactly are you heading? If, are, if, you're, if now there's these five people at a table, you're sort of sneaking off behind them, or are you making your way around?
0: Um, sort of around to stand behind the two newcomers, Fast, Fast, and Rarcharch.
1: Rarcharch, yeah, excellent, cool. Okay, so, Miss, I think uh, we cannot give you this information for free. No? Well, now, Fast Fast, come
4: here, sit down. We have done this multiple times, this dance of two. So, please, for all time's sake, would you not just give us the information?
1: <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll charm, please. Uh, that's gonna be a four difficulty because uh, Fast Fast sells information for, like, as a job, so. Is
2: there any way I can assist with that?
1: Uh, yes, you can. So there is an assisting um, way. So the way you can do this, you can either spend a destiny point, or um, you can unskilled assist. Because you, you, I don't believe you have charm as a skill, do you? Like I, it's not a class. No, I don't. But Excellent. I do have coercion? Coercion. Um, you know what? Do we roll
3: for destiny points, or have you already rolled for? Those? I've already rolled for destiny points. Excellent. So
1: as it currently stands, you have four destiny points. And they are all yours to start off with. And then as they go, I will gain some more destiny point. Um, yes, you can, you can unskilled assist, or if you'd like, you can roll coercion. And based on your roll, I will give bonuses to Gideon. So do you want to go ahead and roll whichever one you like, want to first?
2: Yeah, you? I'm just going to sort of lean back and put my hand on my Vibro Swords, just sort of eyeing them both off, and especially the Wookiee. Yep. And just sort of giving that knowing and just that silent
1: back yeah, cool. All right, go ahead. Um, that'll be a... Because you ha, have specifically eyed off Racha, the Wookiee, uh, yeah, I'm going to make that four. Because uh, you guys have had run-ins run ins in the past, I think.
2: Most likely, yes. Yeah, most likely. Trandoshans and Wookiees. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, no. Big
1: uh, <laughs> racial disputes there.
2: One success, one threat.
1: Excellent, cool. So I'm going to use that threat for later, but you may add a blue bonus dice. I uh, will actually make it two. Make, add 2 blue bonus dice to your charm check for me please mm-hmm. 4 difficulty? Uh,
4: 3 for Fuss Fuss please 1 triumph, 3 success and 3 advantage
1: ooh triumph I did not expect a triumph this early in the game um, <laughs> and especially not on Fuss Fuss um, ok Yay. so with the triumph let's have a, have a look All right, so there's a few things you can do Uh, Specifically because this is a charm check, this would usually unlock some things. But because of the obligation I rolled, and this has sort of come out a bit already, that's not going to be the case. However, you have three options. So you can upgrade the difficulty of the target's next check. You can upgrade an active or allied character's next check. Or you can do something vital to turn the tide of battle. Also, because this isn't in combat, I'm willing to sort of allow you to dictate what happens in terms of getting him to sit down and relax. So what? you tell me, what, what do you think happens okay, with this um, charm?
4: Well, i do the, the last one. Yes, it's a job for him, but he does have that relationship and the rapport with us. He's done multiple things with us in backstory, so a discounted price. Sure. But he sits down and he's no longer, this is job, this is now a favour.
1: Okay, okay. I, 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 I tell you what, I will sit down and we can have a conversation like this like, uh, the adult humanoids we all appear to be. Hm? That sound good? Wonderful idea. Rajaj sit down. And Rajaj begrudgingly sits down next to Fast. Fast. So, Misa so think, oh, yes, I can give you information, but, uh, Misa thought uh, that you might want more than one option. Yes? Yes, of course. Okay, so... What are so, these options? I have procured either ticket to Galgo the Hutt's party... Or security codes to get in afterwards. These are your options. But not without paying me. Because you're old friends, li- listen, fast fast give you a deal. Because you are old friends, let's say mm, I knock 500 credits off. 1,000 credit. How about that?
0: Hmm?
4: Does this sound good? This sounds more than okay.
0: Can I sort of like, like make it in my presence known now and like I've pulled out my blaster and I'm just sort of casually... Like stroking it like a cat, okay, <laughs> to
1: what end go on <laughs>
0: to to try and get them to lower the price,
1: or maybe even give it to us for free? oh, Misa, think that uh, SNASCcar is uh trying to coerce us into giving you information for free. Would that be correct?
0: Stop trying to think fast, fast, it's not your strength. <laughs>
1: Uh, Reichchar sort of starts to get a bit edgy, you notice, and he has said something too fast fast. None of you actually speak Wookiee, but you have consistently insulted him by pretending to um, and you know that <laughs> you know that fast fast is just something's not right. You know that he 's on the level for the most part because he has procured these two options for you. He, he literally has party invitations and a little data pad in one hand. But something about Rarcharch not sitting well is just... Something's uneasy. And now that you've outwardly threatened them, Rarcharch is really antsy.
2: I actually look around the room and make sure that they're alone.
1: Yeah, roll a perception for me, please, Kira. And that'll be a two difficulty.
2: While
3: that's going on, I'm going to sort of duck down lower in the seats so that I'm more obscured
1: by the table.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, You know what? Just do a a very quick stealth check for me. Just one difficulty, and we'll see what happens with that. How did you go, Kiran?
2: Good. Two success, one threat.
1: You know that there is at least one other person in this establishment, a table directly across from you, who is rather interested in the events that are happening right now. And now that you've noticed you realise that this person has been watching you, all four of you, since you arrived. What was that check?
3: Two success for slinking under the table.
1: Yes, excellent. You do manage to slink under the table, so hold those two success for me, and if you act... I will get to that when when we get to it. Kira, could you please roll a Skullduggery check for me, please? Three difficulty.
2: Ooh, one failure, one threat.
1: Yeah, okay. So, as you make this third person in the bar, you actually make direct eye contact with Not them. Not subtle about it. And they then look over, and you see Charge just turn around and look at them.
4: Whoa, 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 now. I'm feeling the atmosphere here has changed quite a bit, so let's all dial back a few, and let's get back to business. A thousand credits is more than okay.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Misa think Gideon talk too fast. Misa think Gideon is idiot, because I don't think you understand the situation you find yourselves in. Rrrr, yes, Ratchratch is right. Ah,
4: I agree with the big hairy guy, but let's all dial back, agree on that sum of a thousand credits, and we'll get out of your hair.
1: Can everyone please roll initiative? So, nice. um, Campbell, you were expecting this. Kira, you were expecting this. Snass and Gideon, I'm not certain if you were expecting this. So, can uh, you two please roll cool for me? And you just need to roll your cool. And can you two please roll vigilance? And you just need to roll your vigilance.
3: I am so cool that I only get three
4: advantages with three no advantages. success.
0: Sure. But I, I feel, feel good about it. Uh, two
2: advantages. Yep. One success, one advantage. And two success, one advantage.
1: Excellent. Well, Rarcharch is going first. Ooh. Ooh, then Fass. <laughs>
3: It makes me feel a whole lot better about that table now.
1: Gideon, Shasta, Snass, Kira, and then the other party. Other person. It's not a party, don't worry. Okay, so as you realise tensions have increased, uh, Rachach stands up and draws his vibro axe and quickly slams it into the table, splitting it in two, right in front of you, just straight down the centre of this steel table, sort of trapping you and sort of making a bit of a mess. So for... Any of your next movement, it's going to be reduced by half. So you can only... You can't go full range band like you usually would in this combat. So that's Rarcharch's first action. Fast Fast then will quickly draw his Holdout Blaster and take a shot at you. That is a success. So can you please, for me, take 5 damage and apply your Soak? So you should have some Soak there. You've got 3 Soak. Excellent. So you only take 2 wound damage. Gideon, it is your turn. What do you do? Um, You've just been shot in the arm... Yeah.
4: Okay. Um I draw my blaster pistol, which is uh, ranged light. Yep. Oh sorry, uh, Can you use your
1: range. maneuver to draw that? Yep.
4: Uh, yeah, maneuver to do that and my what is he, about half a
1: metre away? Yeah, roughly. Yep. Right. Within short to engaged, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well I'm gonna aim at his face and <laughs> Yeah, excellent. Go go right ahead. <laughs> straight straight for that face shot. Um, he has no um, defensive stuff to worry about. Is that just the... Yeah, so that'll, be, that'll just be a one difficulty because you're firing within short range, which is what your blaster pistol is. Which is three success. Excellent. So, you, what is your damage on your weapon, please? Six. Six. Okay, so you do nine damage to fast as you shoot him in the left eye. Oh, my side! <laughs> and he falls to the crowd, sort of <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Suddenly, he's not as a big man as he was pretending to be. Shasta, you are sort of kind of cowering behind the remains of the table. Yeah. What do you do?
3: Is there anything that I can... Can potentially use to get access to the systems of the bar,
1: not where you are right now. However, you can try and move and get to perhaps either behind the bar. You're more likely to find something there, not at this table specifically. Yep.
3: Um, so, can I try and dive behind the bar?
1: Yeah, go for it. Uh, can you please do a coordination check, or perhaps an ath- is there an athletics? I think yeah, there, there is an athletics. Yeah, I'm going to say coordination. I'm going to say athletics to dive it to this dive is... behind the bar. What uh, difficulty? Uh, that'll be a two, I think. You're quite agile and ready for this, so you're not quite agile. Excellent. That's One great. failure.
3: Excellent.
1: Yeah, you try to dive behind the bar, and instead of diving, you just sort of like hit into the bar. Damn um, it! I left Tatooine to get away from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you sort of you get a bit banged and bruised up. So you just want to take uh, two stun damage for me, please. Al. Um. Next is Snass. So, so you were standing behind the pair. Fast, fast is now on the ground, holding his left eye. Is Ratch, Ratch still swinging his axe around, or is it stuck Ratch, Ratch is about to pull his axe back up to swing? All yeah. right,
0: can I take my blaster rifle and just shoot it right into the small of his
1: back? Go for it! <laughs> yeah, brutal. I love it. Um, so Ratch, Ratch has no range defense, so that will be one difficulty for you okay. with your blaster. And is that? I'm pretty sure a blaster rifle will be ranged heavy. Okay. Yeah. Do, use use ranged heavy. Okay. Yep. With one difficulty.
0: One success,
1: five advantages. One success, five advantage. Okay. So we. This is exciting because be you can crit. actually crit. Yeah. 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 So if you go back to that blaster rifle page, you should have its crit range on it. It should have the advantage symbol with um, how many it needs or something. Uh, crit 3? Crit 3. So you can spend 3 of those advantages to crit right now on Rarcharch. First of all you, how, what was the damage on the blaster rifle for me please? Damage on the blaster rifle is 9. 9 and you got 1 success? So that's 9 damage for Rajach. Uh Minus his soak and yes I will spend those 3 advantages to nice. Yeah. Um, so can you please roll a D100 for the crit and tell me the results 66. 66. So, Good, 66 on the critical table is slightly dazed. So, you have added a setback dice to all skill checks again of Ra Chargers until the end of the encounter. So, cool. that that's includes definitely That combat checks, yeah? Correct. Yes, because you, you use a skill in combat. So, yes. It is Kira's turn.
2: Excellent. Well, seeing the Wookiee is now stunned, Kira is going to do exactly what she wants to do and Excellent. has wanted to do for a long time going to pull out Vibro Sword and just be like, Foolish Wookiee attacking the table, you should have attacked me! And just go straight for the throat.
1: Excellent. Can you please roll your attack? Uh, He has some range he does not have any uh, melee defense, so excellent. (laughs) You're just going to stab this full, Uh, that's going to be one difficulty because you are in engaged range. Mm -hmm.
2: So that's my melee brawn? Yes. And it was one difficulty? One difficulty, please.
1: I'm getting a fates in my head. Lay on me.
2: Three success, three advantage.
1: Oh, Do you want to just look at your crit range? I'd I, I looked
2: at it before. It's crit range two, so yes, I am going to... You're going to have a crit.
1: Yes. Um, first of all, how much damage does your sword do, please? Uh,
2: damage five.
1: Five. So, and you had three successes, was it? Yep. Yep, so that's eight damage on Ratchet. As you sort of go to stab, he just makes the attack. Like, he just sees it coming and goes to turn. However... Kera's a bit smarter than that. So do you want to roll on your crit table for me? So roll 100. Now, because Rarcharch has already been crit against for 66, was it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever uh, Kira rolls will be added in addition to that. 86. Ooh. Yeah. Is, is that dead? I, I think that might be. Yeah, so how do, you, how,
2: home, how do you do this? He just lost all life <laughs> in his eyes. So, <laughs> so you said Rachat sort of kind of twisted out of the way. So, as he's pressing the other way and I've gone for, like, the throat, I'm just going to sort of go past and then just, yeah, bring it straight across and slit the throat.
1: Yeah, as you do this, um, you this. sort of hear, like, the kunk <laughs> of Rai Chacha's axe and he goes brings it back up to go for another attack as you thrust in with your Vibro Sword. And he slyly dodges, and he says something, and Wookiee, we'll and you th- you know that it's cocky because that's the kind of person he is. And then, just at that last second, when you turn the blade, that sound just goes, and you decamitate <laughs> his head entirely. Um, and racharch falls to the ground dead.
0: Shouldn't feel bad for him, but I do. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs>
1: it's just a Wookiee trying to make his way in the galaxy. Um, the additional person out the back who has now since pulled a blaster just saw you take the head off Ra-Charge, their chief enforcer. So I'm just going to roll to see if they don't get freaked the fuck out (laughs) and, um, run away. Um, so there is a thing called fear in this game, so I'm going to make a cool check for this this person. And you just decapitated someone's head, which is a pretty scary, mortally afraid, terrifyingly (laughs) terrifyingly intense combat action, so... Oh, they scared. <laughs> and with a failure and two threats, they are going to just run away. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, you now have Cut Fast Fast that. on the ground, <clears throat> his additional backup that he thought was secret, gone, and he is now on the ground. Fine, fine, Misa, Misa, sorry. I didn't want to, I, I didn't, there's massive bounty on you. Misa thought I could just take it like nothing. I'm sorry, please don't kill me. My eye hurts. <laughs> And is just hands up yeah. on the ground.
4: Uh, I put my... Oh, I put my foot on his chest. Uh, ah! his face again, looking at his other eye. No,
1: don't kill me.
4: Put my hand down. Invitations and security codes, please. Oh, you get both.
1: <laughs> and as he sort of, like, struggles to pull out his uh, his items, he hands over both the invitations and the security, security codes for Galgo's palace. The place he has told you, Vizkoden, is currently being held. Yes, Will.
0: Now that we've got those, can I sort of push Gideon out the way, stomp on his throat, and then say, What do you mean, bounty?
1: Yeah, um, you do... Yeah. <laughs> Let's go uh, brutal. He's like, I, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> and fast, fast is trying to get words out, but you are, like, crushing his windpipes. He cannot talk.
0: I'll just keep crushing it. I'm cool with
1: that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so I, I shift my foot slightly.
1: <clears throat> uh, all I all I know is that you all have big, big bounty. So big, ten thousand credit least on each of you. Don't know why. Okay, so who put the bounty out? M- Misa no no? Missa just got aboard, like like video game. You guys are on it. It's it was fine. Missa just take it. How Bottle's long has it. it been up? Missin no no? Uh, you like are proving a, very cool unhelpful. Okay, 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 it's been up like, I don't know, a week. Someone told me about it. The same person that gave me this information. Where is the board? Over there. And he points to a board behind you, which says, <laughs> We really board. should have seen <laughs> the first time <laughs> <laughs> we walked in, cool yeah. Um, and there is actually nothing on it. It has been completely wiped clean. Um, that is just the nature of this bar. This is one of the places you often come to when you didn't have much work going. You would go, oh, we'll do a bounty, I guess. Um, Because it's often quite lucrative and lots of people come to Norik's Bar for that purpose.
3: Um, even if it's been wiped, there might be enough trace data for me to reconstruct partial information. Mm. Um, so I might go over there and just use my data spike on that and see if I can track that.
1: Absolutely. Do you want to do a computers check for me, please? Now, I believe your computer spike gives you some advantages. Is that it right? It does. Excellent. So do you want to go ahead and roll at least a three difficulty to hack the bounty board?
4: How do you guys feel about pass fast and living?
1: Um, so that's four success, yeah. two threats. Or Success 2 Threats. Excellent. Um, so, you manage to recover this information from the bounty, um, but just as you see it, you manage to make out the name, and then you realise that you overloaded the circuits of this bounty board, and it just powers down. The name is are, if you Are you going to keep that to yourself, or...?
3: Any of you assholes piss off a guy called Nix?
1: Can... Everyone, please roll a check for me. That is going to be... You know what? Why don't you just roll your flat intelligence? So whatever your intelligence is, whatever number that is, do two green dice for that. And I'm going to be using this in lieu of a memory check. So, and that'll be a three difficulty, please.
3: When you say two green dice, is that per point?
1: Sorry, that was an or example. Just, so okay, if yep. it says two... Use, do, use
3: the two number. number. Yep. Yep. Uh, two failure. Two success, one advantage. Two threat. Two failures,
0: one threat.
1: Okay. Um, Shasta, you look at your companions, one currently stomping on Farsa's windpipe, and you realise these... Oh,
3: Why am I asking, you
1: it? Yes, you I know. was always the brains of
3: this operation outside of Viz.
1: Nix, you're pretty certain Nix is the bounty hunter that took Viz. Good news, guys. The dickhead who
4: took Viz... It's also the dickhead who put out the bounty. Bad news?
3: He probably knows we're
4: here. Which means the information that we just got could be a trap. Gideon doesn't like this. Oh no, not one bit.
1: That means Fas Fas cannot leave here alive. Oh, Miss should all think that's what that means.
0: <laughs> I think that's what it means. Do you think that's what it means?
4: I raise my blaster at Fast Fast's head. And I get another drink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys just... Cold, like, I should have known putting a gun in this game was going to make you outrightly cold-bloodedly kill them. Because um, this is some sort of sick redemption for Jar Jar, but whatever. You've, like. You 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 murder Fast Fast in cold blood, and the bartender just sort of looks up and goes, oh, uh, another daily office. i uh, get you that drink. Yeah. Um, you start going through this information, and the, the info that, that, that is outlined in the data pad and the, informa- in, and the uh, party invites is that Viz Coden is on display in a carbonite slab in Galgo the Hutt's orbital palace. From, from the information you gathered in your time, all you knew is that Viz either pissed off a lot of people or had people after her for quite a time. Um, you just assumed that whoever took them, it just finally caught up with her. But now you have a name, Galgo the Hutt. Not of you really know much about Galgo's deal, but you do know that he is. Dry, generally spends most of his time orbiting Tatooine in his orbital palace. Now, sucked in. Um, Campbell's just given me a look because uh, his character hates the heat and the sand. Um, and everything course, about this planet.
3: <laughs> of he, course we're going to Tatooine, of course. And, and he literally sold everything he has while he was there to get here. He has
1: nothing. I'm going to be honest that... Uh, <laughs> no, he's just going back. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I did not read your backstory in entirety, and I missed that last <laughs> little bit. Um, but that's what happens when you give the DM three pages of backstory, so... <laughs> you um, awesome. So, with everything that you've gained, you know that you can either attend Galgo's launch party for his new music album, which is happening in a day's time, or you can wait a bit longer and try and sneak in with the codes at night, post-party stupor. So, you're pretty confident that there are two options. You have, on this data pad, you have um, the coordinates to get there, and you also know that Tatooine is just... Almost one system over. It's a twenty-four-hour hyper hyper jump. It's fine. Like it's it's quite close. Um, to Naboo. I hate that planet. This is that's that's all the information you have. I have a bit of a um,
0: a guilty pleasure for Hattie's pop music. I say we go to the party.
1: I've called it Hap Um <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, So Hattie's hap is uh, the is the is the music. Um, just so you know, <laughs> I've, my
3: my my thought is we don't do that and don't see the grooving and we go at night because that seems better and also Tatooine is hot as hell, literal hell. If the place is a hellhole and I hate it with every fiber of my being. And if I didn't have to go for Viz, I would not be going back there
1: i just like to point out that you are going to an orbital station around Tatooine, so you don't, I don't necessarily care. have to go there yet. <laughs> I don't
0: care. It's close enough. It's close like, ready. It is too close. Okay, so the system we're in is too close.
1: Yeah. So we've got two two uh, votes for either side, so...
4: <laughs> I definitely think we should go to the party, because I mean, <laughs> well, look at me.
0: Excellent. We shall groove on the dance
1: floor. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you all sort of look to Kira as she just <laughs> sort of stands there with her classic, just disapproving face. Bloody vibrosword, <laughs> just like looking oh, at the, you. This oh. entire,
2: she's been she's been playing with, with the vibro axe and sort of deciding which one's better at this point now. Because okay. it's, it's like sword, axe,
1: stabby. The stobby. axe does more damage if that's what you're asking me.
2: That wasn't well, what I was asking you, but now I know. But. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just like, just giving you that one for free. What do you like to groove? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's two for two. So so, I'm not, so what I'm going to do? Um, so you two are going to do either a charm or coercion check on these two to convince them of Ooh. your thing, them. and then whoever fails or wins is, is what. This is this an opposed skill check? Yes, it is an opposed skill check. So so sorry, only one of so us is, is doing is the check against.
3: Discipline? Or? Yes,
1: so this is against... So, you, um, Kira and Shasta, you need to give us your discipline scores, please. Um, so you have two. I have two. And two. two. Okay, so both of you will, will be rolling two difficulty dice. Um, Snass, I'll get you to roll Coercion, just because you're a bit more of a violent kind of being. And um, Gideon, I'll get you to roll Charm with two difficulty
3: just just for um, amusement's sake, can I be the target of the coercion? Yes, absolutely.
1: Two advantages. Okay, so that's not a success worth pointing out. Hmm. Um, so how, how does that look?
3: Go on, intimidate me.
1: If I don't get a chance to groove
0: to that hap-hap, I'm going to tear your insides into outsides.
3: If I have to watch you groove to that hap-hap, I'd rather that
4: death. Get Gideon? <laughs> <laughs> Well, i got a triumph, a success, and three advances. Oh. oh, dang, <laughs> the charm.
1: Kira, you, for, what, what is the reason that you just are keen for this party? It's it's inexplicable. <laughs> just He's just so can, damn charming.
4: Can I convince Kara through character dialogue that Absolutely. dancing on a D floor to hap-hap is just like killing people, but without weapons? Go ahead. Hmm? <laughs> well, Kira, if you've never been on the D floor... Let me tell you something. Boy, back in my time during the Imperial Navy as an officer, the officer balls, my God, would they go up. And dancing on the D floor, I tell you now, is kind of like a painter who only uses red. You're just massacring around. Your arms are flailing. Just envision yourself hacking hundreds and thousands of people, but you're not actually holding any weapons. It's a thing of beauty. I don't know how else to describe it.
0: Yes, think about the officer's balls. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: oh,
0: fuck, <man. laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't in. believe
3: that somehow.
0: I Silly, guy, you were you have broken jet. <laughs>
2: remember I gotta try it.
4: So.
2: My people do not have art. But if they did I believe that would be the closest it
1: could be. <laughs> okay. Now that's what I'm talking
4: about.
2: Alright, so you are all
1: um, uh, begrud- some, some of you begrudgingly are um, willing to go to the party so um, you pocket the security codes as you are certain you're going to need them later, mm-hmm. even even though you don't think... Probably also the only one I think who will understand them. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so um, much like other times for Norik's bar, you leave it in a worse state than you <laughs> found it in um, and Norick behind the bar is just uh, great, old. will see you guys next time You please one day clean up and eventually pay your tab but um you're just walking out the door cool and you just murdered people so I'm not going to stop you goodbye <laughs> um, um as you walk down into the spaceport to your dock you see something for Gideon it's a familiar sight but for the rest of you you see the jet snare a once immaculate vehicle with chrome silver accents and deep black base now sits scratch dented and sporting several blast marks along its side. The ship itself is reminiscent of the Imperial Lambda-class shuttles, except with a broader body and thicker wings that extend perpendicular to the body of the ship and extend down below its form in flight and fold in under the belly when landed. On either side of the vessel sits two forward facing twin light ion cannons that have been converted into mountable turrets. It is in terrible condition.
3: Alright, which one of you, Chuba, did that to the ship? Well, it
4: certainly wasn't the pilot!
3: (laughs) Ha ha ha! Viz is going to have your head. I hope you know that. Possibly your balls. I'm not sure.
4: Is that a thing with your species? I'll leave that to your imagination. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um. Um. You all. You all climb into the jet snare and. For the three of you, Kira, Shasta, and Snaz, you haven't been in this ship in five years, and it is, like, what, how does that feel? Like, your rooms are still there, untouched by Gideon somehow, hmm. as Gideon's had the ship for the last ten years. What what do, you, what do you see? What? What is in there from your past? Gideon,
0: why does it smell
1: like wet dog?
4: <laughs> <clears throat> well, you see, Shasta's smell is just impossible to get out. <laughs> I'm going to my bunk.
0: That makes sense, thank you. (laughs) Um, I had to put up with
3: the
4: shit in prison. I don't have to put up with it from you two. I'm locking my door. Oh Um, yeah, the uh, the doors uh, don't lock anymore. Don't ask me why. It's a long story.
3: Can I make a mechanics check to fix the lock on my door? Absolutely, you
1: can. Uh, That'll be a four difficulty, please.
3: Shit, three threats.
1: Yeah, as you're looking at this... Uh, it's as jammed look, open now, isn't it? As you're looking at this door, it certainly is jammed open. You're not sure how Gideon did it. You're not sure why Gideon did it. But the door it's anymore. it's not even on the mag rails. So anytime it goes to close, it just sort of goes... Gurk, gurk, and twists at a 45 degree angle. Sort of only cutting off the front half. And as you're doing that... And you're trying to get it to close. It sort of jams one last time and just gets stuck. And you now have to duck <laughs> to go into your own old room. <laughs> uh, Kira, where where is your old room? What does it look like?
2: Uh, I think her room would just be very sparse, but like trophies. Trophies, just trophies, and of yeah. quite a few. And she's just sort of looking around. Yes, I forgot about that one. Hmm. <sighs> If anybody comes into my room, I'll stab them.
1: Uh, You just, Gideon, you just sort of hear that in the distance. If anybody comes in my room, I'll stab them. And you know that you deserve a stabbing already. Like, there has been many drunken nights of you putting on these trophies as helmets, like wearing them, like I am the Lizard Queen, like pretending to be Kira, all sorts of stuff. Yes,
3: um,
1: that is correct. Snas, what does your room look like? What's, what, what's left?
0: I think um, mine is like extremely teeny boppery. Okay, like to like contrast with my you know, my violent demeanor. It's like There's like, there's like uh, collections of makeup from all the different species of the universe. There's, oh um, there's a, you know, a hair curling thing, even though I don't have any real hair. Like, yep. yeah. So like, that's what I, I sort of go in there, I start humming and like, <laughs> <laughs> start like I don't know, brushing a doll's hair or something. That's great.
1: Um, Gideon, I imagine that you set up a room next to the cockpit. You love ships, you're a pilot, and this is even reminiscent of the stuff you used to do in the Navy. Um, What does that look like for you? Is it neat? Is it clean? Is it dirty? It's
4: like a guy's room. Um, He knows where everything is. He's got his own system, but it looks like trash. (laughs) Um, He's got a hammock behind the actual pilot's seat, which he just clips up and down whenever it's time to rest his head. But um, really, unless he's absolutely off his face, does he leave the cockpit?
1: Excellent. Cool. So as you get into the cockpit and a few of you sort of stick your heads in, it is it is a sight that you have seen many times before, just Gideon's mess. You go, oh, great. Here we go. Already. Um, <laughs> But you do see Gideon... Jump down quickly into the pilot seat and start inputting some codes. So, Gideon, do you want to do an astrogation check for me, please? Um, Now, this is you are setting a you are setting a course uh, for hyperspace. So, Mm -hmm. um, you'll be doing this before you take off, and this is just sort of to prepare. You're just doing the pre- preparation for actually getting to Tatooine's orbit. So that's a two astrogation difficulty check, please. Yep.
4: And with my galaxy mapper, can I remove those two, please? Sure. Because the galaxy mapper, which I have two ranks in, removes a setback per rank um, from astrogation checks, and they take half the normal time. Excellent. I so, might do a skilled assist as well.
1: Sure. So, just add a blue dice. As you sort of lean over, you turn on your galaxy map, and up it comes, it pops up, and very, very simply, you can put in a um, put in a course and plot a course to Tatooine. As sort of Shasta looks over your shoulder, going, "Really? Have you updated
3: this since I left? I've been looking at these charts for at least a year, and I can tell you that the Polymian trade route no longer moves through that space. It has shifted at least three parsecs."
4: Funny thing about Parsecs, but I won't bore you with the details. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Great success.
1: Yeah, you plot a course and you sort of reduce your time, so you're actually going to get there with some time to spare. Yes, you successfully put in these codes and with Shasta's help of new updated galaxy maps, you actually managed to shave some hours off. So you're going to get there with plenty of time for this party. You, you, You know you can at least get there like halfway through, which is pretty good. You want the party to be at peak. If you're going to go in there and try and undo some carboniting on someone, now I need you to do a two difficulty check piloting, um, space piloting check to actually take off and just follow the docking instructions. Essentially, you can just like immediately leave um, once you give clearance, but you just need to do that check
4: to advantage.
1: Uh, you go to check uh, you, you go to do your pre-flight check and as you're doing the check you're like excellent, done, all good to go and just about as you're about to initiate the thrusters uh, the equip- you look down and in your sort of half-drunken stupor you're like, the handbrake is still on <laughs> 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 which would have been quite been dire if you initiated the um, takeoff thrusters with the handbrake on so you just lean down, you slowly pull that back up as if no one noticed. Uh, do you want to just do one more check for me, please? This will be a one difficulty.
4: Uh, oh wow! Okay, yeah, one triumph, three success, right. two advantage. Yeah,
1: excellent. So in sort of compensating for for that <laughs> near near fatal mistake, you just you quickly get up into orbit, and as soon as the dock uh, worker pulls in, he's like, okay, jets, now I'm gonna need you to go yep, I'm doing it, I'm going, I'm going and you just, like, rattle everything off before they even get the chance of, like, oh, great thank you, have a good day, visit Naboo again, <laughs> and you go off into the atmosphere. Um, where is everyone else as the ship takes off? Is anyone near I'll, a window?
3: Yeah, I'll be in the cockpit with the navigation array
1: Excellent, so, can you please do me a perception check? please. And that will be a three difficulty
3: for success in one
1: triumph. Good. Um, as you take off, you see out of the corner of your eye on another landing pad, another ship take off almost at the same time. And it suddenly occurs to you that the man that ran away from the bar was probably the driver for Fast, Fast and Rach Rach, and you just killed them both. <laughs> and in this moment, you lean over to Gideon. Um, you know that guy in the bar who ran off?
3: Whose boss we killed?
1: Yes, yes. yes. Whose I enforcer
3: did. we killed? Hmm, yes, good fight. In a brutal, brutal manner.
1: <laughs> you immediately stop and you just explosion as your ship gets hit um, by a glancing shot of this vessel that is now in pursuit behind you, as you must now fight for your life in a space battle of
3: I don't think he appreciated
1: importance. our um, freeing up of his employment.
4: <laughs> Alright Shasta, what I need you to do is uh, pass me that glowing green liquid up there on the top left. That's a whiskey bottle. Yes it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> oop, 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 oop.
0: I uh I'm gonna hit play on my laser disc player and <laughs> oh, the geez. latest of uh HEP Hep is coming <laughs> oh, blasting <God. laughs> through the ship's PA system. Because uh, that's something I rigged up in my spare time. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and um and I run to uh to the turret, and as I pass Kira- Kira's Bunk. come on big one we've got some
2: things to do if we must I mean I'm not complaining I like to kill things but <laughs> it's not the same when you're not up close
1: Tabletop Unknown, Smoke and Dagger, is Johnny Verku as Gideon Fink, Jet Thomas as Kira Jumi, Campbell Sewell as Shasta Obanon, and Will Sayers as Snaskar, and myself, Jesse Thomas, as your Game Master. Theme song, Tabletop Unknown, is by Will himself, and the Smoke and Dagger theme and the Snask Hap Hep is by yours truly. Additional sound effects and music from zapsplat.com. Sorry for the few sound issues. We were short a pop filter, unfortunately. There is also some interference from our phones, which we are using to roll dice with. So, very sorry about that. But uh, we've never done this before, so we're learning as we go. Uh, Next episode will hopefully be up by December 12th, so we will see you then.
0: Hop-hep gets me grooving. (laughs) (laughs) God.
1: (laughs) Why have I done this?
0: Tabletop unknown.